Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Bonding. I am Kianti. I'm your host, and I'm so excited to be back with you guys today. All right, you know, I like to start the show off with a little bit of gratitude. So I'm coming in fresh off of Thanksgiving, although now it's been over a week since Thanksgiving, so maybe not so fresh. But um, the good feelings, the good vibes are still with me. Um, and I think what I'm most grateful for is just so much. It's hard to, it's hard to pick one thing. Um, I think it is family, right? And I'd say family in that, maybe not so much in the traditional sense, but in how I've learned to define it for myself, right? And so to me, family are like the people I choose to associate with, the people I choose to let into my life, the people I choose to share good times with, share heartbreak with, uh, just build community with. And some of those folks I'm related to by blood, but a lot I'm not. Um, And I just feel really blessed to have cultivated a great family that I truly love, that I trust, that I have the opportunity to spend time with, fellowship with. I just have a really good community of people. Um, And I just feel really blessed. And like I said, coming off of Thanksgiving, um, my husband and I went to South Carolina where he's from. And I will say, I feel very, very blessed to have in-laws that I genuinely like. Um, they have been good to me since day one. And I don't take that for granted because I know so many people struggle in that area. Um, but like so many aunts and uncles and cousins that have just truly, truly embraced me from the beginning. And again, I am just very grateful that I had a Thanksgiving that I enjoyed spending it with people that I like and love um, and that I call family. So that's my gratitude for the day. Um, And now we're going to take a sharp turn and go a little bit left because I got a lot of shit to say. (laughs) All right. You might have gathered from the title of this episode what I want to talk about today. And yes, it is dumbass ditty. Hence, dumb ditty dumb. I thought it was really clever. Y'all, y'all tell me <laughs> what you think. Okay. It's been a while now. Um, gosh, I want to say it's probably, it's probably been almost two weeks, if not more, since the news about Diddy broke. Um, and for those of you who have not been keeping up, God bless you. God bless you because all this coverage on social media has been horrendous to say the very least. But For those of you who have not been following the story, as I said, if you've been able to avoid it, avoid it. Um, I'm low key jealous because, you know, I I did it to myself, but I definitely read way too much. Um, And, you know, just anyway. So Cassie, y'all may know, uh, artist that came to fame in around 2006, I I think, uh, with Me and You, that song which is still a bop. I love that song. Anywho, um, she was with Diddy for 10 years. Initially got with this man when she was 19. She was signed to his label. So let's just talk about that sort of power dynamic, right? She was 19. He was 37. She was an artist on his label, right? So she's a child, essentially. Like, I know 19 is grown, but come on. 19 is very, very young. It is a, it, you are a child. Your frontal lobe is not even fully developed. But that aside, 
he was a grown man. All of that aside, <laughs> and let's still deal with the power dynamic that the the fact that like essentially he was her boss and not just her boss, but like her boss's boss's boss because he's like ahead of a label, right? Ten years together, she recently um, filed a civil lawsuit alleging that he sex trafficked her and raped her and abused her. Okay. All of those things. Some of the documentation I read, um, stated that he would essentially force her to have sex with male prostitutes, record them, and he would watch. There are other allegations that again, have not I'm not sure if they were a part of the claim or not. And, and big disclaimer here, I am not an attorney, right? So I'm not trying to dig into it. I'm just speculating here. But there were some claims that he had once beaten her so bad that he sent her to Hawaii to recover um, because he didn't want other people to see how, how brutal it was. Um, it was also alleged that towards the end of their relationship, she was trying to get some space or legitimately trying to break away. That part is unclear to me, but she was at her own apartment. He broke into her apartment and raped her, forcibly raped her. Although that is redundant, right? Cause rape is forced anyway. I don't even want to talk about the allegations in detail. I really don't. What I do want to talk about is the disgustingness that I saw all across social media in the comments We all know that misogyny runs rampant. We all know that misogyny is especially prominent within hip hop, right? If you've watched a video, if you've heard a song, you you know, right? And I'm raising my hand, I'm guilty. Like I came of age in the 90s, right? Like teenager in the 90s. I, I, to this day, certain songs come on, I can't help but dance. And it all includes bitches and hoes. I get it, I, I am guilty right totally get it but I will say this it is disgusting to me how even women perpetuate the misogyny even women have been in the comments making posts writing thought pieces about how Cassie is money hungry about how Diddy's you know the, the situation was fine for 10 years. Why is she just now coming out? Oh, she got this broke man now and now she's trying to get a payday. Oh, why did it take her so long to come forward? Y'all. It is, it is becoming more and more clear to me just how desperately people need therapy. Cause a lot of, a lot of y'all and not y'all listening to me, I'm just speaking very broadly. A lot of folks don't understand how healing works. That a lot of times it takes a minute for you to recognize something that has happened to you, to process it, and then build up the courage to come forward. And the courage is the big part because you don't think she was seeing some of these comments? You don't think she's heard some of this before? Do you know how hard it is? It must have been and continues to be for her to come out against this very powerful and wealthy man only for people to tell her they don't believe her, for people to tell her it didn't really happen, for people to tell her she's just money hungry. It is ridiculous. And I am disgusted. And it would be one thing if it were just men writing these pieces. 
sharing these comments, putting out these podcasts. My God, it'd be one thing if it was just men, but it's not. It's women, as I said, making these disgusting comments. It, it's, it, 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 it blew me away. But I will say this. The one thing I did notice, because we talked last time about um, Megan the Stallion and how, you know, no one, essentially no one came to her defense. Some people did. But like for the far and away, everyone was like, she lying. She didn't really get shot. She making this shit up, whatever, whatever. I'm not even getting into that. So, so, so we have that story, right? Where, where she was not believed, where people were actively coming against her, calling her out her name, like just horrible things, horrible, horrible. What I will say is at least, and at least, I don't even mean to say that, in this Cassie situation, I felt like the comments were kind of maybe 60-40 leaning towards the side of Cassie, right? And this got me to thinking a little bit. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what the difference is here, right? Like, aside from, you know, those are two totally different situations that happen at two different times, whatever. Like, aside from that, what is the difference in in those two women that one got slightly more support than the other? Neither are acceptable levels, to be clear, right? But But one had slightly less venom coming in her direction than the other. And I came to sort of two conclusions. The first one may be obvious to a lot of you, right? I had assumed all this time that Cassie was not black, right? I recently heard, and I have not verified this, so bear with me, I might be, you know, I might not be right. But what I have heard is that she's mixed, right? So she is partly black, at least. So that's new. However, what I will say is that she does present as racially ambiguous, right? So unlike Megan, who is a brown-skinned, tall, gorgeous woman, but, you know, sort of a, a, a bigger woman um, in stature, darker-skinned, whereas Cassie is, again racially ambiguous, at least that's how she presents, right? More petite, smaller. And it's interesting to me how women who look that way generally are believed more than, you know, browner, taller, bigger women, right? It just was an interesting observation. And I really truly believe, you can't tell me different, that that is part of the reason why Cassie garnered slightly more support. And again, I want to say, because I cannot stress this enough, it was not enough support to be very clear, right? Like there were still some nasty, disgusting comments coming her way, but there were far more people being like, yeah, I think Diddy did it. Yeah, you know, I, I saw a situation where he was very disrespectful to Cassie. You know, of course, all these people coming out now, but again, slightly more support of her. And I do believe 100%, right? Because colorism is real, right? Anti-blackness is real. And I think it perpetuated in that way, right? With Cassie getting a little bit more support. The other thing I was thinking, and this has nothing to do with Cassie. The other thing I was thinking is that these dudes really don't fuck with Diddy. There are so many stories of him fucking people out of money, of him 
you know, blackballing certain artists, of him not giving his artists publishing. The list goes on and on and on. It sounds like he's just a dirty dude, right? So I think, again, the, the folks speaking out weren't necessarily in support of Cassie, but were anti-Diddy, right? Like, oh, this dude shit me out of my money. Oh, he did me dirty. Yeah, he did it. He's a disgusting asshole. I don't fuck with him. He's a snake. Da, 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 da. So it had nothing to do with Cassie, right? It was just jumping on the bandwagon because somebody pissed me off. Somebody did me wrong. So therefore, he, he must be a bad dude. So I'm coming out against him. I'm coming out to say he ain't shit. I'm coming out to say he did these things. Not because they're genuinely outraged at the accusations, but just because this is a dude that I don't fuck with. And so therefore he must go down and therefore I'm going to pile on top. Ridiculous. I cannot say disgusting enough. And what I will say, okay, (laughs) what I will say, this is why it is important that we support each other as black women, that we uplift each other that we are here and are a safe space for each other. Because baby, when I tell you this kind of shit, it's not uncommon. And these again are the stories that make the headlines. I'm not talking about, you know, women that we know from around the way in our own circles who have been abused by their husbands, their boyfriends, their father. We're not talking about those people. We're talking about people that are in the public eye and this is what they have to deal with. And when I, I'm, I'm, I'm too through. So again, I don't have any answers on how to fix this, but I will say this is why I think this podcast is so important. This is why I think sisterhood is so important. This is why, you know, just building communities and having safe spaces are freaking critical because this shit is ridiculous. And this is in 2023 that this is happening, y'all. Let's just love on one another. Let's just continue to lift each other up because God knows we need it. You know, and I talked before about us being the most unprotected and unloved and just shitted on group. I think there is globally, not even just in this country, but just globally. And that's true. But what I will also say is that the love that I feel from my girlfriends, from my sisters, from my tribe is unmatched. It's unmatched. It's healing. It's powerful. It's empowering. It's grounding. It's, it's incredible. And so let's just continue to do that and try our best to drown out all that crazy noise with love for one another. I know it sounds corny, but I, I, I honestly don't know what else to do at this point. It's it's literally all I can come up with to try to combat the hate that we have to encounter every single day. All right, y'all. Um, again, this episode is coming out on December 1st. Um, I am going to try and do one more episode um, before the year gets out. I'm thinking about doing sort of a favorite things, like some of my favorite things, just, you know, around the holiday time. I'm nobody's Oprah, but, you know, a girl got aspirations, so we'll see. I'm thinking of doing something like that, something real cute. Hit me up at blackgirlsbonding at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of that idea. 
also always feel free to email me with any topics you want to cover questions you want to ask I'm here for it I would love to see it um again I would ask you to share this podcast with a friend somebody in your tribe one of your sister friends just let them know you know the whole goal is to make sure that people don't feel so alone and I've heard so much feedback that you know this podcast often mimics a lot of things that are in your own heads so feel free to send this to another homegirl um and and just to let her know that she's not alone on this journey, that she got a whole community of women that are supporting her. So again, I look forward to seeing y'all. Have a good one. See you in a couple weeks. Bye.